Wow. We got a very special one for you tonight. Uh, and if it's tonight for me, but it could be whatever it is for you. Shut up, Jacob. Uh, anyways, um, sorry. Dumb Jacob just texted me about some dumb stuff. But uh, this next po- this podcast that I'm going to present to you is... Uh, so I had Kevin Turner. That I think that's a very big guest. Uh, this one, for some of the listeners, may not seem like a big guest, but I think is a big guest as well. He is the co-host of Part of the Problem. I, I guess he's a... Yeah, I mean, he was like a producer when he started out, but I think he, you know, he doesn't like push any buttons anymore. He's, he's sitting in this chair, so I, I call him a co-host. Uh, with part part of the problem with Dave Smith, we have Robbie the Fire Bernstein, who's also has his own podcast, um, Run Your Mouth, and he was gracious enough to to uh, let me call him and do a. Uh, I said quick. I mean, it was an hour. We did an hour, and I think that was uh, that was pretty. I was pretty thankful of that, and I'm glad he did it. And in some parts, uh, he made me. I, I couldn't even speak anymore because he's uh, he's just a really really funny guy, and he's a comedian out of New York, and uh, he, he's a good young guy. But he's a uh, you know he's. He doesn't get the uh, recognition that I think he sh- he deserves. I think he's one of the funniest guys out there. But uh, Robbie the Bur- Robbie the Fire Bernstein, uh, he brought it tonight, and I am utterly grateful for it. And he, I, um, I don't think I was at my, um, I wasn't exactly uh, top tier Brad for me. I think I, in other interviews, I think. I was looking to more or less not have an interview. I was trying to have a conversation. And uh, uh, he absolutely carried me to the finish line on this one. And I greatly appreciate Robbie doing that for me. Um, I mean, no. I mean, it's just I I wanted people to hear Robbie. And I think you should listen to Part of the Problem. And I think you should listen to Run Your Mouth. I think he's a... He has a lot of insightful stuff that, you know, everyone's, uh, when they're doing their political stuff, I think we lose um, sight on some of the big picture stuff and we get distracted by the media to try to, you know, oh man, I'm, I'm so angry about this when really that it doesn't matter, that there's so many more pressing issues and Robbie really illuminates that. But we had a real good time and I, uh, I, I just can't thank him enough. I can't thank Robbie enough to to call uh, some guy from Texas and go on his uh, podcast that's um, not even 10 episodes in. <laughs> so I greatly appreciate it. And um, uh, another another part, um, and I'm going to probably change it. And um, I've actually taken the first episodes off, the first few episodes, because I think they were a mess. And I think it's not fair for people to kind of see the messiness at times um if anybody disagrees i'll put them back up but i kind of was i was kind of tired of hearing the well you didn't have any type of thing you know you didn't have a you need to write things i'm like i get it you know i i i was not prepared it was it was an impromptu podcast and now i'm becoming more um i'm becoming more organized i guess and and having these topics up and 
Uh, sorry if there was a little delay in, in the podcast, but uh, you know I gave you t- I gave, had two last week, and then I was um, I had a few falling out, and I think y'all are really gonna really like what's what's a uh, what's ahead of us because I've got some I got some big guys coming up, and I think they're really gonna hang out. And uh, and if I find Will, and if anybody hears from Will, tell him to call me. I, I'm really kind of concerned about him. I hope hopefully he's okay. I'm sure he is. But uh, I need, he's going to be on the podcast soon, and uh, we're going to get Jacob on again. Hopefully, he can find a phone that's not in a bat cave. But other than that, uh, let's let's get this going. Uh, if my uh, nephew Tyler's listening, I love you, man. See you for Christmas. All right, uh, a couple plugs here. Uh, let's uh, please follow Robbie the Fireburn. He's gonna he's gonna give his plugs at the end, but we're gonna give him double plugs because he's he's just such an awesome guy but uh run your mouth podcast it's on all podcast things that you can do um and you can find him at on on twitter at robbie the fire and follow that guy because he's actually very hilarious on twitter now i think he he was a little quiet um at least i felt like you know he maybe or maybe i wasn't paying attention i don't know but now he's just bringing it and he's he's so damn funny on twitter so uh, please follow him on that and also see him on part of the problem with Dave Smith, one of my favorite podcasts and kind of got me a little interested in that. And for our podcast, again, you can follow me at, at Brad Calhoun and you can find the podcast. Wow. I've been, this has been a trying effort. We're almost on everything as far as where you can find a podcast. So uh, we're obviously on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Google. Those Google podcasts, I guess if you have an Android, it's probably the best way to do it. Uh, Stitcher. We got on Stitcher. Oh, my God. I don't know why that was such a big thing, and I don't know if it's actually going to bring anything, but hopefully it does. We are on Overcast, which I've... um, for all the podcast listeners out there uh, who use RSS feeds, I think that's actually a very good, uh, very good podcast for, uh, and Breaker and Radio Public, whatever the hell those are. And if you are using that, let me know. And if you can't find it, let me know because uh, there are a lot of people that listen on Anchor, Anchor.fm uh, backslash Another Dumb Podcast. But if that's not as convenient and you want to take it on, let me know, and we'll, we're going to figure that out. So. Get ready to laugh. I could uh, actually barely, I actually almost died during this podcast. Um, but I uh, get ready for this. Robbie the Fire Bernstein. You are listening to another dumb podcast.
dream every day I pray to get to know you please wanna be close to you yes I'm so hungry you're like water for my soul when it gets thirsty without you there's no me or the other I breathe so sometimes the world is dark and I just can't see when the demons run all around to bring me down to negative or three but I believe yes I believe I see the I believe I'm just telling my home to feed won't be brought down on one knee I fight with all of my might and get these demons to flee Hashem's rays fire blaze burn bright and I believe Hashem's rays fire blaze burn bright and I believe And we're off, Robbie. This is Robbie the Fire Bernstein, who's gracious with his presence. And uh, Robbie, you uh, probably don't know, but I am from uh, I'm from Texas, so we're a little far away from each other and in way different areas. <laughs> so um, this is going to be interesting for you, because um, or for for my listeners to hear Robbie Bernstein, the the comedian. What well, well, you are a comedian, right? That's right, man. And, uh, you know, I'm really not that easy to track down. I appreciate that you went through the proper channels and, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you, you spoke to the, the secretary, the jester, you worked your way up to the king of the cock. So, uh, I appreciate people that will go through all the hassle to actually get a hold of me. So, uh, I'm telling you, come on. this was one of the toughest ones to get. I'm telling you, if you want to get Robbie, you're going to have to wait a while. Because it's going to take there's a long challenges. time. It it's is. Like, there's challenges. There's a whole ceremony. you got to <laughs> prove yourself worthy. But um, you guys did it, and so that's why I'm here. So kudos to you. Well, I, I am a, um, what are you, uh, what's a servant to the, not a servant, to the king of the cocks? What do you? Um, I, I'm I a constituent. Constituent. I feel like constituent is a little friendlier. That's, yeah. that, I am a main constituent of the king of the cocks. I, I follow everything that you do, and... Whatever you say, I'm 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 down with it because you are the king of the cocks. <laughs> so, well, it, it's nice to know that the reach is as far as Texas. Yeah, I, I know. I would wonder if you actually. I mean, you must hear. I mean, obviously, you have the New York and whatever Northeast folks. I mean, do you do you get responses from everywhere? Yeah, um, Dave's audience uh, is nationwide, and Texas is actually one of the. Um, Actually, cross like the gas digital network. Texas is one of the bigger states. Um, oh, wait, hold on, and, you have uh, all the analytics. You're you're the you're the sales guy. You got to know that, right? Yeah, I'm on the back end, so I definitely see what audiences. And uh, Texas is one of the bigger states. Uh, and Texas also just seems cool as hell. I'd like to go down there and hopefully convince you guys to secede, break <laughs> apart this union, fuck the debt, and uh, start making some things happen. Dude, I'm fucking. I'm really telling you, there's. Every day, I'm 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 begging people to well, stop hanging on to this. Just just let go. You don't. We're good. Like in Texas, I don't know what we need the actual union for. I don't know what we need it for. Dude, Texas, you got fat people. You got big <laughs> ass cinnamon buns. You do barbecue right, and everyone's got guns. What more do you need? I, I'm telling you. Well, I I was worried if uh, and actually I have a pork shoulder in the barbecue right now that's how texas Hell I, yeah. I mean i am barbecuing right now that i have my family uh i told my family i said i'm sorry um 
so I had my parents and my I have a wife and a kid. I have, a, I have the whole thing. I'm I'm the opposite of you, Bert, uh, Robbie. I'm that's it. But uh, I, I told them all. I said I'm sorry. The king of the cocks is calling, and I'm I'm taking that phone call. So they're all sitting well, around. Well, that's what you got to do. You got you got to put the the family aside. <laughs> um, you should speak to Yosef. He doesn't quite get that. Like you know, family doesn't come first when it comes to podcasting. Um, but I appreciate that you get it. Well, of course. I mean, I I know it's important. So I mean, I could always. I hope you. Yeah. I hope you also told them that they all have to go put on their finest clothing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Well, Robbie. Um, I guess a few things that we want to talk. I um, as I, I'm going to tell you how Texan I am today. Uh, I, I was barbecuing all day today. Made some ribs and a pork shoulder, and a uh, and I was and I was burning mail in the backyard. While listening to the part of the problem, so I, I was gonna. There you go. <laughs> Why were you? What do you mean you were burning metal? Burning ma- mail. I'm sorry, mail. Like, uh, oh, like you get like. Why are you burning your mail? That sounds weird <laughs> as hell. <laughs> it's a little weird, but I, I, for some reason I've got this. You know, uh, you remember Bad Boys Two? Whenever they uh, shredded everything and they were able to put it back together, I, I actually kind of worry about that. I know there's nothing of how, importance. <laughs> how, how often do you go outside to burn your mail? It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. Okay, it really it's has. not like a weekly no, thing. No. It's not like it's not like every week. Oh, you know, dad's outside. He has to burn the mail again. No. I don't know why I'm laughing like All fucking right. Bert Kreischer over here, but Jesus, no, it, it's not a it's not a not a weekly mail. The kids, the, kids, the kids get ready with marshmallows every week because they know daddy's going outside to burn the mail. <laughs> yeah, that's... So it was burning mail, listening to part of the problem. Um, a great episode, by the way. I actually do get a little sad whenever... You know, I do like the guest on part of the problem, but uh, there's no Robbie the Bernstein. and, and uh, There's no fire. And there's something missing on those, but... Uh, I was glad that you were on the last episode, and it was it was a fine one. I appreciate that. I think the show is good with a little diversity, especially oh, yeah. with going three times a week. Yeah, like I if if I had to guess, there's just not always probably enough in the news for it to like. I, I mean, me and Dave. Every time we turn on the mic, it's always fun and things happen. But like, I think with three episodes a week, there's so many interesting people to talk to and get on air. And I'll just tell you, as a human being, I, like, the second there's another person there, I'm like, all right, you guys are talking, you got this. Like, I just kind of, that's how lazy I am. I'm like, all right, they're already making conversation. I'll just sit here. You're so, just going uh, to just gonna snipe to in, right? Out. What? I said, you're just going to snipe in or say something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just feel like they have it. And, like, and, and then also, like, I don't want to be, like, prickish to a guest and, like, start, like, like slapping them down with jokes. So, uh you know, also, I don't think Dave's invited me when we've had guests. That's the other thing. So it's not like I Whoa. told Dave I'm not coming on when there's guests. <laughs> but it, it, it works out well for me. I'm happy to, uh, you know, I, I like I, I like what we do. And, uh, you know, and he has the guests on. It's, uh, it's a good format. Well, okay. Well, I'm sorry. I'm kind of jumping around. I, I want to talk about me listening to Part of the Problem uh, while burning mail. But uh, <laughs> where, where are you from, Robbie? I'm from uh, Stanford, Connecticut. Oh, shit. Stanford. Yeah, do you know it? Well, I, I've I've probably been. Uh, I used to travel, so I, I have probably have been in. It, it's Stam, right? Stamford. 
yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. With an M. Yeah, and that's uh, that's where the uh, WWFE uh, headquarters are. Is that still there? Back. It's still there. Oh shit. And they uh they actually downtown. They the what? Yeah, yeah, they're 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 in Stanford. They got their uh, they got flags. Well, yeah, I know the, the town. I literally I drove through Stanford and I saw I literally almost ran off the road. I go, there's WWE, but I'm not a Why, big. You're w- that into wrestling? No, I'm not that into wrestling. I was into wrestling, but come on. When you're not burning your mail, you're <laughs> watching people wrestle. <laughs> okay, let me let me be the only uh, kid in the. In the early '90s, I didn't watch wrestling. Excuse me, I'm sorry. That's fair. I I watched wrestling in seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, and I loved it. I mean, no, no, okay, no, well, sorry. you're yeah, Six, you're seventh and eighth grade. Yeah, you're uh, you're about my age. Uh, I'm 32. I'm 31. So we're this yeah. is the same era. Yes. And the, the only thing I watched was SmackDown because I didn't have cable growing up, and that came on to Channel Nine. And yeah, I remember, I mean, this is so, I used to have to stand in the upstairs and I'd watch it and I never got to watch the end of the last match because I see my mom, play, I wasn't allowed to watch TV during the week, but those idiots left me alone in the house. So if I wasn't watching TV, I was looking at internet porn. I don't know what they were thinking, <laughs> but it's strict rules, but they weren't there. So anyways, I just be watching, you know, SmackDown and then I see my mom come around the corner and like, I have to we turn off the TV. But one of the things I miss in life that the internet ruined was like showing up to school the next morning, actually excited to go to school because you just wanted to find out what happened. And that was also true of like uh, those weekend pay-per-views because yeah. I never watched the weekend pay-per-views and you'd just be like like so excited to get to school and find out what happened on those. Especially um, I, I when do, I went yeah. To, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I apologize. No, no, I... I, I it, I was going to say, just when I went to high school, I made a conscious decision of like, okay, this isn't cool. I can't watch it anymore. Yes. And I'm yes. mostly stuck with that. But I do get why people like it. No, you know, for those three years, it was my favorite thing. It, it was my favorite. And I think I remember uh, the only vivid one. I mean, obviously, I did the same thing you did. and But I also have one of the most vivid ones where I, uh, I remember when uh, Owen Hart died. I remember, oh, yeah, did you hear uh, Owen Hart died? And I was like, What? Yeah, he uh, when he fell from the the Raptors under the turnbuckle. You don't remember that one? I, I don't think I remember that. Was it during the match that it happened, or well, that was after? He was. Um, got it. <laughs> this didn't turn into a fucking wrestling podcast, but um, uh, Owen Hart was a. Uh, <laughs> he he had come out as the I can't remember what it's called the Blue Something. It's this old gig, you know, it was basically Vince Hart, uh, Vince McMahon didn't have shit for Owen Hart to do after his brother left. So they just go, hey, just go you're going to fly out of the ceiling and you're going to wear a blue mask. And so that's what he had to do. And then he did that and ended up killing him. You mean the blue mask killed him? Well, him, him having to do the gimmick. He he didn't normally come out of the goddamn rafters. That he only had to do that because, oh. of, yeah, because he he was doing and that so stupid he just gimmick. Fell to his death. He fell to his death, and uh, well, that's it, not a fun story at all. That's it's not. But I I just relate to that's what I remember that next day because you know I I'd only get like if my parents were gonna buy a uh, pay per view, it was probably gonna be WrestleMania, and that's it. We're not getting. Uh, effing King of the Ring. That's not happening. Right. Well, no, that's just me. But, uh, so Stanford, Connecticut. 
Um, and you are a, um, I don't really remember notes, you are a Jew? Yeah, I mean, that's the worst way to say it, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Texas. <laughs> well, I was, I was. So, uh, yeah. I'm looking at my paperwork here. Uh, it says you're a kike. Is that accurate? You're, you're one of those people with the horn? Yes, yes, sir, I am. <laughs> well, I, you know, um, and I was going to tell you, I was, you know, being from Texas, not a lot of Jews around here. I don't know what it is. The Jews seem to not like Texas. I don't know why. It's very nice out here. But uh, they're not they're not fond of here. I bet um I bet if you went to Dallas, I think there's a fair amount in Dallas. Um, I'm sure there's a yeah. yeah. I think Jews uh, don't tend to live too rural, and if they're living rural, they're probably not like all that affiliated. They're not like synagogue going Jews, so you'd have a hard time you know picking them out. Well, the they're crowd. they're not you the know, kinda, they're not the Ben Shapiro's. I guess they're the Bernie Sanders type. I guess I don't know. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm exactly. sorry. I don't really know my because, Jews. Uh, well, yeah. Well, Bernie Bernie Sanders is uh, is actually a fairly rural Jew, but you know he, he came out of Brooklyn, right? Um, which is yeah. But he can but, live uh, in the rural in the rural areas. Yeah. Now, now, well, now I guess he probably doesn't live rural. He probably lives in Washington D.C. I bet he rarely spends time in Vermont. <laughs> no. It, well, isn't that third house is in Vermont, right? It's on a lake, right? I think senators have to have residents in their the state like that mm-hmm. they uh, represent, and I think there might be a minimum time requirement that they have to spend in the state. But so I think weird. for the most part, like they're all more interested in the national politics and like that. You know, I, I'm kind of talking out of my ass on that one, but no, but you sounded like you. I believed you. You're the king of cocks. Yeah, uh, just go with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, uh, I don't, and the one Jew I did uh, know, his name was, um, I'll just say it, I don't care, uh, Danny Weinstock. He, I played baseball All with right. him. Pretty Jewish name. Yeah, I know. Well, I was like, yeah, well, Danny Weinstock, whatever. And they were like, yeah, you know, he's Jewish. I'm like, no way. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It just, it, it, was, it was very strange. It was, there were more like Muslims than, than Jews ever. Around in Texas. Right. And without having some sort of a preconceived notion for no for no real reason <laughs> that it would be like that the person would be more different than they were. Uh well, yeah. May uh, hmm. Well Danny was uh, I'm not hating on you, but I'm just saying it's an interesting thing about like very rural Americans if they've never like seen mm-hmm. or interacted with Jews. They're almost like, ah, they're not as much of the freaks as we thought they were. Now well, we got some bad information on no, this. No, it really wasn't like, it was more or less just like, you know how like we use ignorance as kind of like a, we just go, you're so ignorant. Like, literally, we're ignorant. We don't know Jews. Like, you know, we know more of other of these religions than actual Jews. I'm, I just named right. the one Jew that I knew in high school, and that is it. I mean, I don't know any well, other Jews. That's just crazy. Yeah, well, we keep we keep all the uh, like the robbing and the people's money like hoarded in the house. So we're outside of the house. It's very hard to tell. You know, we just we blend right in. It, that's all in that. You know, you, you you probably won't even ever see it or experience it. No, I mean, I well, I mean, Danny had his he had his problems. So I mean, uh, uh, well, whatever. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was he was scamming in the school. <laughs> well, uh, well he. 
Well, I, I know he had some problems. I, I, I don't want to get in it because I did say his full name. So <laughs> Danny had some troubles, but I, I hope Danny's doing okay. I really do. Uh, he was he was a good guy. But uh, Danny, if you're out there, we're rooting for yeah, you. Yeah, we are. I, I think we are. I just I'm I, but I I I've I've met many many Jews after that, and um, I'm I'm pleased. I I, I find my I I wanted to do that 23 and Me, other than like I think Google like steals your. DNA and makes little babies or something. I don't know what they do, but uh, I wanted to do that. I swear I'm Jewish. I've, 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 I've gone to my grandmother going, I swear to God we're Jewish. And she goes, I, I really don't think we're Jewish. So and I don't know why she just sounded Jewish there, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, honey, we're not Jewish. <laughs> quit, quit saying that. It's not true. It's not true, honey. Well, I, yeah, I just, I don't know, but uh, I, and now, um, as a guy from Texas, um, a lot of things that uh, come. I mean, I was when I grew up in high, you know, uh, you know, in high school, I was watching all these Jews on in comedy and in New York and everything. So it's kind of, um, yeah, I was like, where are the, where are more of them? And I, I could never got only got Danny. That was it. So, I'm right. <laughs> well. Listen, you, you, there's no reason to go down the path to find out. Like, it doesn't really come with any perks. It's not like being an American Indian where you can start claiming some casino benefits or anything like that. No, I know. It's not. But I think maybe it would be like, that's why I didn't spend that money on that thing because I was being, I don't know. I don't know. I, I may have just been a little frugal. That's it. But I guess I was just, I'm just curious. No, I'm not. I'm, if anything, I'm actually a dumbass with my money. So yeah, I know. Like accidentally passed over me. I wish I could have more. Of it. I don't being, have any of that. I'm not being Jewy enough. I just have compulsive assholeness. That's, I don't know where that is in the Jew DNA, but that's what I ended up with. Well, uh, I guess I'm, I didn't mean to talk all about wrestling and Jews, but this is where we're at. But uh, I guess we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, <laughs> this damn in, impeachment and the. Uh, I guess the okay. We we can both agree the impeachment was so boring. Correct. The yeah, impeachment. I'm, uh, I'm annoyed with politics in general. Yeah. Um, because like when I started following politics prior to Trump, um, they got to fill newspapers. Like, and the media they got to run. And so if you're kind of following what they're running with, like they need a they need a problem here. And here's the problem. I think the best example of that was like. You saw with Kasahogi when they, when that guy got uh, when that guy got murdered, the media was up in arms, and and it's not just that the media was up in arms, but people were outraged just because the media reported on it, and you really see the power that they have in terms of what they want to hold a magnifying glass and report on. Mm -hmm. um, and when they're reporting on bullshit, like for example, two years of Russia collusion, and then followed by Trump impeachment, which isn't going to happen, you have three years where we were like. We were just discussing bullshit. It was the Democrats said, hey, this is the most important thing ever. And then us screaming back, no, it's not important. You made it up. And then you turn around, it's three years later, and you're no more educated about what are some of the most important things. And they're not really covering. And those topics are, what the fuck is going on in Yemen? I don't even really know because the newspaper doesn't cover it. There isn't a lot of coverage. No. What the fuck's going on in the repo market? That's another fascinating one that I don't really understand, and I have a bit of a finance background. Um, but it seems to me, uh, if, if, if you're not out there, you're not listening to Run Your Mouth, we discussed this. Um, 
essentially you got to understand banks, they just have reserve requirements. And this isn't just banks not meeting the reserve requirements. If there's not enough funding for them to pass around amongst each other so that when they close their books at the end of the night, they can pretend that they have enough to meet reserve requirements, which seems to suggest that there's a major liquidity problem. Ooh. No one's really talking about that. The most interesting issues that I think are going to be facing our, our country in the next, like, you know, 10 years that there isn't even a lot of coverage on um, is flight migration between states to basically states that have better retirement policies um, versus the states that are totally broke because they're overextended on debt with things like pension plans. Um, but like unions, pension plans, infrastructure, there's so many like golden topics that are really worth discussing and just kind of like weighing our heads around, like how much do we value these things? What's your role? What should the role of government be? Who should be paying for this? How is our debt going to work? How, like there's so many like right topics that are interesting and the media has just been dominated for three full years on total bullshit. And it's like, it's annoying to just repeatedly have to point it out, point it out, point it out, and then you keep being right, but no one really shows with the medal. You don't get awarded for being right. CNN doesn't have to apologize. People continue to think that they're accurate, despite the fact that things have been said over the last three years that are certifiably false, and they claimed it to be 100% truth. So I think I rant is enough there, but yes, all no, politics no. to me and reporting is nothing shy of infuriating. That right there, what he just did was why I wanted him on. Okay, that's why we have the fire on. Because, and as you said, run your mouth podcast, was that say it right? Yeah. I listen, but I, <laughs> you, you subscribe, but run your mouth podcast, that is the type of stuff you get with Robbie. He knows these stories and, and that's the shit. And, and like you said, they don't get medals for getting things right. They sure the fuck don't get in trouble for getting things wrong. They get wrong and they go, eh, well, fuck it, yeah, got it wrong. Mm. Must have been bad intel or something. And and no one ever holds any of it. You see people that have been getting shit wrong for 20 years, and they're still, oh, we, we need to rely on what they have to say. Who gives a fuck what they have to say? They've been lying for 20 years. Yeah, there should be better sports cards um, oh on, like, uh, political analysis and, like, uh, percentage of accuracy. It's kind of something that isn't really tracked, but it would be more interesting if oh it was. The God. other thing I would love to put real numbers behind is um, I think a lot of times when they pretend like there's mass outrage over certain issues, I would love it if they actually put a number to it because that, that's, it, more often than not, that strikes me as like real propaganda is when they're trying to convince us that everyone's upset about something and then mm -hmm. you talk to people and no one cares. Like the Louis C.K. was a good example of that. Yeah. Like I... No one seemed like he was that out, like they were that outraged over it. But then you look in the media, and like they're pretending like, you know, I, I don't know that there's hordes of women that want to walk him off the plank or something. And you're like, well, there's an inconsistency here. You know what I mean? It's that annoying thing where you're like, I, there's just there isn't truth here. And there doesn't seem to be people who really want to put like numbers behind this stuff so we could start realizing what is and isn't true. But I don't think that's just the media is getting those little things because it's mostly just hearing you. Um, the most re recent examples I'm seeing is uh, Chink Uger uh, getting his uh, or uh, Bernie rescinding his uh, endorsement from Chink and think whatever you want to Chink. And uh, did I, did I, am I saying his name wrong? I really feel like I'm saying a slur every time I'm saying it. Jink. Who? Jink. Jink Uger, the Young Turks guy. But. 
Oh, I, I don't, I don't follow those idiots. Well, um, you shouldn't. But I, I'm just going off the, you know, uh, there's something going around about Chank Uger and him uh, endorsing bestiality, and so I think Bernie had some people going, you, really, you're going to support the dog fucker guy, <laughs> and so he rescinded his uh, support for him, and, and within like an hour, and so that's that. He, uh, is he the main guy from Young Turks? Yeah, like he's the big fat. Uh, uh, Turkish guy. I could see him fucking a sheep. I mean, like, <laughs> most people, yeah. if you told me that guy was fucking a sheep, I'd be like, I don't see that at all. But I, I could see him I could see him getting it up with a dog. Like, if it was a dog, it'd be like a big dog, like a pit bull or something. <laughs> well, he would really kind of, like, lay his weight on top of it, fold both arms on the back, pin it down, get that ass up in there. I could see him doing that. Well, hold on. <laughs> well, you've got it. I, I don't have the thing to show you the video, you watch it later but it is uh, a point where he's trying to argue for this and I know what he's trying to say but then it, like his uh, I can't remember his Anna whatever her name her his co um, co-host she's getting like really uncomfortable like man this guy really must like fuck dogs or something like <laughs> like why are you fighting so much for this so it, yeah it definitely was you're like I get what you're saying but also like you're fighting a little too hard on this like let's Move on to the next topic. <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit lost on this one. You mean I'm biting too hard on that he fucks dogs, or <laughs> he was biting too hard on the guest who is a dog fucker? <laughs> well, what he was he was trying to argue that we don't need to like he was almost trying to do like a libertarian thing where like we don't need to put dog fuckers in jail. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, what you do at home with your dog is your business. I don't know if I mean that, but I really don't need to know about your doggy like, habits. And why is he really with that? No yeah. way to find out whether or not Sparky likes it. You know, maybe human dicks are way bigger than doggy dicks, and like that just made Sparky's life. I can't tell you. I don't know doggy vagina anatomy. I also don't know if he's putting this in vaginas or what. Okay. No one's giving me this information, so I can't really, you know, give you any analysis. I don't know. Maybe dogs love right. it in their poop. I'm sorry. I, we really rained out. I'm going to rain back in. But the whole point of it is, it is uh, somebody yelled and screamed to Bernie that, yeah, you know, you're supporting a dog fucker. And he was like, oh, I am. I don't know. I, I'll rescind that now. And, and now it's like, okay, well, why are you, like... That's not, obviously, I don't think, change, okay, in all the things I want to say bad about the guy, I really actually don't think he's a dog fucker, but uh, maybe we can just, you know, I, I don't know. I, it just seemed weird. Like, no one really cares, and obviously, we're not going to be rescinding dog fucking, I don't think, anytime soon. Well, maybe in some states, maybe. I don't know. Your well, I'll tell you what's great about this conversation is I'm taking it from my apartment, and you can hear everything I say in the hallway. And for sure, one of the old ladies is like standing, what the fuck is he defending dog fucking for? What is he about? <coughs> Thanks. I just took a drink. <laughs> that didn't go well. <clears throat> hey, Bernie. Uh, uh, <coughs> anyways. Thanks, Robbie, for that. <coughs> I'm going to edit that out. I just nah, want... Nah, let the people know that you can't handle your whiskey. Let them know. <laughs> the worst part... I wish that was whiskey now. That would make it look better, wouldn't it? That was cold, hard Texas water. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> the old ladies are just listening to you talking about dog fucking. 
Man. Man, they don't care, though. That's, that's, that's New York. That's New York, though. I mean, that, you hear people talking about dog fucking all the time, right? Or other things. Uh, you know, I haven't happened across <laughs> a lot of conversations about people, you know, just sitting down, very dignified, having a cup of coffee, going, so I was fucking my dog. I haven't seen that yet. But, you know, I'll keep my eye out for it. I didn't know that that was one of the things New York was known for. <laughs> well, you're probably not paying attention. That's right. I, that's the only thing I think of. You're probably not paying attention. But, um, no, I wanted to talk uh, about, about the impeachment hearing, uh, which is total horseshit. Like, we, it just drags on, drags on. And you're like, dude, we know you're all going to vote for him to be impeached. So what's the point? Like, you're just dragging it on and dragging it on. And I think it actually was um, making the Democrats kind of look worse. Everyone's kind of like, are we really spending money on this shit? Like, you're just bringing in, you're bringing in your Harvard professor, and that's that's evidence now. So, what are we doing here? Yeah, I think their their goal is is essentially, <coughs> um, I think it was a couple things. Firstly, is I think they've that reinvestigation by having the investigation, um, they would be able to get him on, like, either obstruction or mm-hmm. giving false testimony or lying to them. And he was smart enough in both never to come down and testify no. and take debate. Um, I think they were also hoping that by investigating, they might be able to get him on something else. Or more than anything, you know, they kind of work together with the media, where if every single day people are turning on the TV and they're hearing about the president being investigated, um you know, I think they hope that it just reinforces the idea of, hey, the this guy's clearly corrupt. He's clearly bad because he's constantly being investigated, uh, which firstly is a very backward view of justice. Um, and it's just an appeal to authority just to, like, keep running the investigations. Or what they did with the witnesses. They kept bringing in witnesses that knew nothing. And then they would go, as 18 witnesses gave testimony, it's like, yeah, but none of them actually had good testimony. You know what I mean? So it's all kind of uh, propaganda where they're hoping if daily they keep reporting about the president being investigated, uh, more of the country will turn against them. I think what they've really lost sight of is that these traditional news channels they really just don't control the narrative anymore. Like they might be continuously reporting to their base of people, but their base of people didn't like Trump anyway. So the fact that CNN every day is saying, Hey, this is the most corrupt president ever. And that's why he's being investigated. Um, it doesn't matter because Trump's on the other side going, these guys are trying to rob me. They're trying to rob you. He's smart on that. He's going to robbing you of your choice for presidency. They don't respect you, and so they're tying me up with all this bullshit. They're not allowing me to do my job, and that's why you got to keep me here. Um, because imagine what they'll bully with the next guy, or imagine what they'll do if they get more power. Uh, and that's what just makes it a soap opera, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, and that's, that's all it is. Yeah, and that's what I've been, you know. And I think Dave is Dave has been getting a lot of grief because he's he's really been uh, vocal about how much how big of bullshit this is and how this is a, a deep state coup. And you can laugh and, you know, people can laugh and fucking, you know, whatever they want to say about it. It's fucking true. I mean, it, it is just a deep state coup. And it's just, it's, it's almost kind of laughable. You're like, Oh my God, this is, but what I w- would say, uh, the IG, um, whatever that shit, the Senate IG, you know, whenever they were, uh, questioning that, that was fascinating because that got into, Oh, so they really are like 
like it's so illuminating that <clears throat> yes <clears throat> they were they had the cap- capabilities to fuck up the FISA program and and be able to just you know surveil whoever the fuck they want if you have you know if you have the right guys on your side and also just the idea that anyone will utilize their power responsibly uh, I think you just always see that it turns out to be false. So, like, you know, that's always a claim. Hey, when it comes to terrorism or when it comes to this, we got to give the state power that goes beyond, um, you know, public transparency because there's some times where it's just so important that if they can't do things behind closed doors, uh, you, you know what I mean? It, it's always that claim. And then when you get the inside look, you go, Oh, they'll abuse it. They'll abuse anything. They'll abuse whatever power you Absolutely. give over to them. So it, it was it was idiotic to think that they yeah. wouldn't. I mean, it was you know, yeah, of course, it was idiotic to think that they ever never would. And that that little fucking asshole Ben Sass. I don't know if you know who that is. The one senator from I think Nebraska or some shit. <clears throat> He's a real new up and coming war hawk for the the neoconservatives, and he flat out was was like. He looked over at Mike Lee, which is kind of our guy, I would say, and he looked at him. He goes, "I was wrong. I fucked up. I see right here that there, there was, um, there's going to be people fucking around with these FISA um, applications, and right here, here's a prime example. And I fucked up. I didn't. I didn't realize this. You were right, Mike Lee." And that was that was so illuminating. And every other senator did the same thing, who were Warhawks. Wow, I missed that whole thing, but I'll have to look into that. No, you you really should. I I try I'll I'll try to send you ones about you know Ben Sass. There's the other ones. Uh, this I don't. I swear he's like a weird character, like uh, just John Kennedy. And he you know he start all these you know real neo neocons go in there and they go well as you know. Uh, the most respectful as uh, organization is the FBI is. I'm just so shocked about this, and uh, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, this is the most. I mean, yeah, you know what's going on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, quit. F- <laughs> this is this is what the FBI does. They lie. I mean, FBI, CIA, they're all the same to me. They they go out and lie and cheat, and that's what they're supposed to do. That's how they get their job done. <clears throat> And yeah, <laughs> so I, I just found that that the most illuminating and, and what y'all were talking about today or not today, but you know, yesterday was the fact that this is this IG report is half of the story. Like, they're yeah, getting, that was remarkable. Yeah, that was really, really. I'm glad you caught that. I probably was. I was all burning my mail and you, you just started chiming. In. He's like, hold on. Are you they're fucking going to keep doing this? Like, this is only half of it. Explain the, explain what uh, what they said in uh, the Bill Barr interview, right? Yeah, so basically what happened is they published this report, and the conclusion of the report was that there was no, um, really that the FBI didn't, uh, you know, there was no political motivations and there was no abuse of, like, the FBI power, um, but... It, Things they were clearly negligent, and we got to fix uh, some of what's going on in the FBI. But don't think that there's political bias. And so the news media and basically everybody completely ignored what some of these really ridiculous things that the FBI did in terms of, um, uh, 
I, I, I really, you know, I didn't read the whole thing, so I don't have all the details, but like with everything that was going on with the FISA court and the initial evidence that was able to um, open up all these claims, like, I just want to stop you on the part where about, oh, there was no political whatever, you know, the IG, uh, the guy Horowitz, is that his name? Horowitz? He admitted yeah. in there, he goes, I mean, they could just be lying to us. I mean, in certain words, like, what, did you did you want to take down Trump? And they're all, oh, fuck no, no way. Like, that's all they could do. They just, well, I guess right. we didn't see any political, well, yeah, that was it. The media turns around and they go, look, we're, we're, we're certified okay. Comey gets out and he goes, look, they did the investigation on us and they said that we're okay. And so they ignore all the little details in there that make the FBI look bad and they just go, hey, the conclusion of this report is that there was no bias, so like, let's move on from that storyline. It's a conspiracy theory. It's disgusting that anyone would suggest it. And here was the report. They ran their investigation. Um. So then Barr comes out and he goes, well, no, 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 we're not done with the investigation. This was one part of what we were looking into, which is when we go and we just talk to them and we find out what happened. Um, but this doesn't include being able to compel testimony. This mm-hmm. doesn't be, include being able to pull in witnesses, I guess, outside of the FBI. And so he gives you the full picture, which is, no, 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 they're still under investigation. If anything, this lends itself to the idea that there were some gross errors and abuses that took place. Um, and now we're going to find out if there was exact, if there actually were political intentions and the Obama administration basically spying on <coughs> running against him. Yeah. Uh, so the media was very much misrepresenting um, the idea that the AG um, did a thorough and full investigation of the FBI and came to the conclusion that, you know, everything was totally above board. Um, the truth is that they're still under investigation. Uh, and if anything, the first part of it, which is just the part where the FBI tells them, Hey, here's what happened. Uh, actually didn't look great. Well, <clears throat> I'm not going to exactly hold my breath on it. I, I just, you can just, you know, we, you and me both know what's going on here. And then, but then it's the other thing to actually prove that it, this is what's going on here. But the main point, though, is, you know, as I was saying, that Dave gets a little grief for this is because, oh, well, you're just defending Trump. And it's like, no, we don't give a fuck about Trump. Again, like we have always said, or send him to jail. We don't care. And then send the other last three presidents before him. Send them to jail, too. But what we're saying is, let's say one of our guy, like Jacob Hornberger or someone else, wants to go in there he's not one of their guys and it seems to be that if you're not one of their guys like if you're not a obama who played well with them if you're you know you like oh we all hate bush no he was still their guy he, his daddy was the ci director or whatever the fuck he was he was big ci guy okay so He's, he's still our guy. Trump isn't our guy. We can't control him. So then we've got to get him out. So that leads us to be like, okay, we've got to defend him because if we want one of our guys in there, we can't have this bullshit happening because they're going to they're gonna trash him 20 times worse because, you know, Trump's all talking shit, but our guys are actually going to do that shit. Right? I agree with you. <laughs> uh, everything you just said. Okay. Well, I'm just making sure I was... Uh, well, connection went around, but I was like, okay, um, I think that's all 
you know, the grief that we get is, you know, oh, you're just a Trump, you know, you're you're supporting the hate, da 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 da. But it's like, no, we see the bigger picture in this thing, and we realize that this is bullshit, and this is, and this is an indictment of the state, and and the libertarians are on the side going, wow, wonder somebody really should have told you that this whole shit was gonna blow up, huh? Like we yeah, said, there's this. also. Um... And this is a negative on me, but there is, when you're following it, it does kind of become like team sports. Um, mm. And to me, the Republicans, in some ways, are more of the underdogs. Yes. And they at least represent a little bit more of what's important to me, which is, like, they're not really preaching this censorship or this victim mentality. Or there's just a lot of what's going on with the Dems that, like, I just watch it and it really irks me. And so... I. I just want them to lose. I just really dislike yes. them. I want them to go away. I feel like there's these really negative parts of our society, which is what I was mentioning. It's really the censorship, the PC culture. It's all that bullshit, which like is mind control. I don't know. I don't yes. even know that many individuals that agree with it, and yet they preach it like it's um Some, yes. it's universally accepted, and that it's the it's the highest value of our society. Um, and Trump at least like really pokes at that, where it's like. Well, no, I voted in. I'm clearly not that. And you see the way he talks at these rallies, and people just love it. Um, the problem is, if that flipped and the Republicans were really in control, I'm sure I would really, you know, find them disgusting Probably, with yes. all the war stuff. At the end of the day, you take a step back. The, the thing that I find most important to me um, is really just government spending. Uh, and I think that at a minimum, if you know, we had to pay for everything it would better reflect our values if, like, the Fed couldn't just print money so that we could be at war. I don't think we would, I don't think we would fight in these wars. And I think that there's a lot that would change if we just weren't running a deficit. I don't understand how the deficit works. I think it's going to create a real problem down the road. Um, it might mean war. It might mean hyperinflation. I don't know exactly how it's going to play out. Um, but the same way people are afraid of global warming, um, I really don't understand how we can just be printing money in the way we are, and I definitely think that it forces a, you know, it, it, everything comes down to dollar demand. We need people to continue to buy our debt. And so I think we do terrible things abroad to make sure that we're the currency of the world. Um, and these are the things that are really important to me that, like, removes your, just completely removes you from the Democrat-Republican thing. Um, I almost have a problem that because I comment on the news and I follow it, it's like when you were following wrestling and you get into the storyline. Um, and so at the moment, like, I know I'm just not Team Democrat. I hate them, and I just want to see them lose, um, which, if anything, sucks me in a little bit <laughs> too much and doesn't give me the clearest head on You're right. what about Trump is so bad. You're right. I mean, I, I completely agree. And, I, and those are the things, like you said, about, like, I, I sat down one day and I'm not in depth into the news and, and how I'm sorry that economic stuff does give me headaches. I, I try to get better at it, but I, I just sat around one day and looked at the, uh, have you looked at the 2000, uh, this is a 2020 budget. And then the, I looked at the 2020 revenue or 2019 revenue, like the revenue and everything. I'm like, how the fuck like if I if I had that the low numbers lowered in my household, and the numbers that were coming in and the numbers that were going out, like I'd be under a fucking bridge. 
like what we're what we're taking in is taxes and everything else and then what we ship out as far as you know the social security and you know medic that's that's a fucking embarrassment and that's just that's just our country and if any of us did that we would we would we'd be heading underneath the bridge so yeah it's all a ponzi scheme Oh, absolutely. But I'm just, uh, how is this sustainable? You you talk about, oh, you know, global warming is going to kill us. Okay, what if we all come broken and poor? Fucking, that seems worse. I don't know. You know, we're not able to feed our families. I think that would be kind of worse than, well, I can't go out today. It's real fucking hot. You know, I I mean, I, I get that. I understand it's bad, but okay. But I want to be, be able to feed my family, and it gets harder and harder every day. I mean, you don't have a family. I have... I have a wife and two kids. I mean, going to the grocery mart, uh, go, going to the grocery store, it gets tough every day. You're like, oh man, I, okay, well, we can't get this today. Oh, we got to get the shitty Walmart brand or something like that, and and that's what you have to do. And yeah, dude, I uh, my my opinion on kids, um, and I hope this doesn't offend you. In no, any not way, at all, not at all. But it's uh. I think I, my view on kids is that they're a luxury good and that they're, it, it's a, it's a life experience. It's something that you're supposed to do, but there's no reason to do it if you can't afford it. Um, and so I hope to maybe get to the day when I can afford kids, but you'll I, never, if I you'll never be like able I'm to, not, but, but it's like, yeah, a, I'm like, it's like with anything like, uh, I've heard Louis J Gomez talk about this stuff and he was like, uh, when you get into like a real, oh, I'm not gonna be able to afford this apartment. Oh God. No, just fucking sign up for it and you'll figure it out. And that's really what you do with kids. And, and I'm not saying I'm yeah, like, well, check, check the check or anything like that, but they're fucking expensive, but you, you do deal with it. And it's, I, I don't ever like, I, I really did have the same, like, what's kind of funny is I've had kids before Dave. And when he had his kid, he had this real awakening, like, oh, my God, this shit's important. And that is really what happens. I know you, you, you're you a little bit of a far from it. I mean, that I, I don't blame you. I had that same kind of feeling about it. You know, I was a lot younger than you, but <laughs> but that that is that is what you have. You had that, you you go, well, why do, why do you need these kids? You're, you know, it's not that important. And then when you actually have them, and then, yeah, they're a pain in the ass. You know, like Dave's like in the the twilight period where they're like, they don't talk back or anything. But like, you know, my kid's like, actually, hey, can you go do this? No, fuck you. I'm like, all right, well, great. But other than that, they're still great. I, I would never trade them away from anything in the world. Nothing. And they frustrate me to no end. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for your response. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I, you know, I don't think kids are for everybody. And, like, also with these, um, I guess there's, like, a growing trend with these, um, I don't know, I hate to call them, I don't know what to call them anymore. Are they liberals, progressives, or no, whatever? I don't think, I think it's, I think it's very not natural to, uh, to opt out of having kids. And I think that there are, um, there are probably, there's some real consequences that come with that. Um, but, you know. And like I, I just think like you look at every creature and every species, every everything, and like you're supposed to procreate. Yeah. And that's what you're wired to do. And I think that there's probably some real, uh, some real pain that comes if you're like you know reach an age and you're like oh man, I like it's what you're supposed to do. Uh, and I do find that force is a good like motivator. Um, and uh, you know, so I, I have a lot of days where I'm very I got a full plate of work and I wouldn't want to have kids around. 
Um, but I, I, I understand it. Like, I'm not, you know, I, I don't hate on it. I think it's something that everyone should do. Um, but, you know, hopefully I'll get to it. Maybe not everybody. I mean, I, again, I was saying about these liberals, a lot of them were like, I'm not having kids, you know, the world's coming to an end, so da-da-da. I'm like, eh, well, it's probably best that we don't, like, have kids from you. Like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm, 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 and who knows? Maybe maybe I get stuck with one. You leave it in too long, your condom breaks, and <laughs> next thing you know, you get, you get a shitty kid because you didn't even like the lady. Uh, you... Yeah, that's the problem. That can always happen, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that either. It's and I'm also... Like, I really was, like, really progressive, and not progressive, but, like, I just didn't give a shit about any of it, but now I'm like, oh, I know why they, they why they want abortions, and I know why they're really, it's like, they want to keep them, like, fucking, and then, but they don't want, like, if you just keep fucking, you're going to have a baby, and they're like, well, no, I don't want that, like, I want, I want all the, all the good stuff with none of the, none of that bad stuff, and I think that's what they're trying to do. Because they want to have all that. I don't bad. think. Uh, I don't think society has uh, has dating too figured out at the moment. No. Um, like, yeah, I, I I don't have too much more to say on that other than I think collectively we all just don't have it very figured out. Well, look at. I mean, we grew up in the MTV era. I mean, I was watching like I was watching Real World like really too early at age, and what were they doing? They were all just like fucking at all times. And I was like, "Oh, that's so cool!" And now I'm like, "Those people are garbage." So it's yeah. it's just all about yeah. pers- it's all about perspective. And you're like, "Oh, all I want to do is just get drunk and fuck all the time." And it's like, and you get older, and you're like, "That sounds exhausting and kind of trashy." <laughs> <laughs> that's just that doesn't sound nice at all. But uh, uh, one thing. Oh God, I almost forgot what I wanted to talk to you about. One last thing, because I'm sorry, we're up on an hour soon. Uh, no, I was going to say about, like, um, have you listened to uh, Kurt Metzger? I don't know. You probably don't have time to, like, listen to a lot of podcasts. Kurt, Kurt Metzger, who's on the Gas Digital Network, has a fantastic podcast. And the these Democrats, crazy people, have sent him over the edge, and I'm here for it. Have you heard that? No, what's happened? Lay it on me. Uh, dude, Kurt is, uh, I'm, I swear to God, he's just going to have a Trump hat by, like, episode 100. He is. He's like fuck these people. You know. He's he. He's basically about to campaign for Trump at this moment because he's so fed up with these people. And it's, well, that's that's what I was saying is the exactly. horribleness of the team sport of it. Where I I'm so infuriated with the Democrats and there's so much that they do that is so disgusting and it irritates me so much. You start rooting for Trump and you're like, man, I got sucked in. Yeah, and, and I think that's it's it's really is like an I, I think Kurt should have like called it a different name like he should have called it Kurt's Red Pill or something because he's he's got it and he's and he's a very logical guy and he he just kind of speaks the truth on these things but you really do he's like he's talking about Elizabeth Warren and he's like that fucking bitch is gonna send me over to the I will I'm about to go to a goddamn campaign rally for the, for, for Trump just for this bitch I'm not doing it like so. Every time they push the, I mean, uh, also about like Bloomberg, you seem to, you seem to actually think he might be decent. Nah, he, um, prior, I said that within one week, we'll know. Um, it, you don't his see a lot track of record, his track record with stop and frisk, and also just kind of his, um, yeah. his little, like, people like the idea of freedom. 
they really don't like a character who is judging them for drinking soda or will just kind of take away rights or wants to put up cameras or all of a sudden wants people who are driving the cars into your city. So, and, uh, I, I thought he had a real chance because he's so successful that he can kind of big dog Trump in terms of like, I'm so much more successful than you. And that like, he could kind of come off as the level headed character. And now um, he's buying the internet. Now he's buying Google. And like, yeah. Did you know about that? What? He's, he's bought like Google ads, but, uh, like if you, if you, uh, search gun control or climate change, uh, Bloomberg 2020 comes up right at the top. For those that were, uh, oh, you mean because he bought the Google ads so that anyone looking up those issues yes. would... He's literally all, already... He the yeah, on them. yeah, he's like already dropped at least $100 million already. Well, yeah, that's the other thing is like, I, I think if you look it up, you need about a billion bucks to run for, for like, that's probably about what a president. I bet this one's going to be probably about on. two. Yeah, I bet you it's going to be about two this time. Wasn't it like 1.5 for Hillary? It was like 1.5 for Hillary, wasn't it? And then Trump yeah, spent about a billion. Yeah, Trump only spent like five hundred million. Oh, he think, did. Yeah, so. he did only spend. He spent half. And that's why I love that part where they go, "Oh, money and politics." And I was like, "Well, that doesn't always fucking matter because Trump won. He beat all yeah. them." I bet if you looked at the Obama, like if you just looked at, if you had to write, give an estimate of what it costs to run for president, it's probably about a billion bucks. And uh, I think Bloomberg is happy just to spend that. Like, I don't think he even needs to really fundraise, which obviously, you know, puts him in the fight. Um, but I think some of his politics and him as a personality is just like kind of not that engaging. So, uh, no, I would bet against him. I, I don't think he has, uh, so, I don't think he's going the distance. So it's going to be either Biden or Hillary. Yeah. I, I'm hoping for Biden cause he's just more entertaining. He uh, is. Hillary Trump. It's like, I just saw that. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's exactly what I'm saying. You're following. Oh yeah. Like, I just saw this. We don't want to see Boston and, and New York boring. again. We don't want to do that. Or yeah, we, come on, let's try someone else. I just saw this matchup and, and Biden is just such a fucking bozo. It's like, it just keeps, at least he's funny. He's so fun and funny because he's so stupid and bad at this. <laughs> it's Hillary so great. Just is, uh, <laughs> such an unlikable bold flyer and it's just it's it, it's just annoying like it just it irks me there's no there's no redemptive quality so no, I, I guess at this point no go ahead i'm sorry i was about to tag on your point on that no that's it just biden's probably the most entertaining so well i, I think let, 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 you know let's yeah. get the tv out of it well i think yeah at least it would be entertaining but uh i would like hillary just to get in to lose like not even to the uh, not to Trump. I mean to like Biden or Bloomberg. Like please let that happen. Please. Oh, you mean to not even win the primary? Ugh. I gotta. I'm. Well, here's the other. Here's why she for sure loses if she runs again. The last time there was this idea that Trump is not presidential, or think about how much of a disaster it will be if Trump gets elected. And now he's the president, so he by definition he's presidential, mm-hmm. and it wasn't this. This thing disaster. Now it could be the economy crashes before the next election, in which case this is like we'll just we'll vote in anyone just because you know they'll want blood. Um, and he made a mistake of taking credit for how great the economy was. Uh, but you know I, I don't think she 
I think the entire basis of what her last campaign was, which was, well, you got to be afraid of this guy because he's a nutcase. And we've already gone through it. played out okay. Yeah, we've, we, everybody, even people who, like, really hated him, they're like, well, it hasn't been that bad. Like, it really hasn't. Like, you could try to be like, well, he, he did all that. It was like, okay, but did it, like, it didn't really affect you, did it? He's like, no, it really didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't. Yeah, if you just take a look, if you take one second level head in this, and you're like, well, has anything that bad happened to you because of him? And it's like, nah, I guess not. <laughs> and it's like, well, whatever. And it's and it's to get people up and out of, you know, that's that's the most illuminating part about that last election is I didn't understand that you really, okay, you can run and you can be the most qualified and have the most money, but it, is anybody excited to get up and go out and vote for you and that really illuminated that point where trump was able to do that and hillary couldn't fill a 2000 you know uh couldn't get 2000 people to go out to a rally so i mean those type of things they matter and i think trump is i'm sorry he's still really good at it and until he's not he's gonna keep being the president (laughs) so uh uh are you gonna watch the fight tonight i don't know i uh I usually watch every UFC fight, and this certainly is a stacked card. Yes, but, um, three, 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 sure. three title fights. Well, I, I, a little. Yeah, um, you know what? It, I, here's one of the, one of the reasons I might not is uh, firstly I don't like uh, I don't like Usman or what's his name. Oh, like oh. Usman is. The, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One second, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna give you a little backstory because I, I know where you're going here. Uh, okay, Kamaru Usman. Um, and before you talk really bad about him, I really don't care. Um, Kamaru Usman, uh, we graduated together. He went. He went to. We uh, went to high school together. Yes, me and Kamaru went to high school. His actual name is. Well, we don't. We never called him Kamaru. His name was. Marty. Uh, it was Marty. We call, I never called him Marty though. We called him Kamardi. That's what we called him. And then everybody well, kind of made. Sorry, that. you had to spend four years. The guy who was that unlikable. He's not unlikable at all. That's what's kind of funny about it. And I, I don't want to say how he is now to where he was. He was, uh, number one, I, um, and I'll tell this to his face, I could have kicked his ass in freshman year. No fucking shit. I could have kicked his ass. I think I've told him that. But by, he, he was like. By senior year, did you still have taken him? Or fuck like- no. He, he turned into the Incredible Hulk senior year. Senior year, he was like. Number one, he would like talk to us like freshmen. He wanted to be friends with us, and we wanted to be friends with him. And and then, like I'm gonna probably say sophomore junior year, he like disappeared. And then he like appeared out of the out of the wrestling room, and you're like, damn, this dude's like huge. So I I do know right. Camardi, and he's a uh, he's a really he, I really believe he's a good guy. He seems to be a little unlikable online and wherever. He's not a guy that's. I don't think he's he's not very exciting, but I'm telling you right now he's gonna fuck up Colby tonight. But go ahead, I'm You're sorry. Right. The problem I, with Colby I didn't mean, is like Marty is so unlikable. I'll tell you what's unlikable. You just said that complaining quality. Mm-hmm. Colonel Woodley had that also. You're the champion. I don't want to listen to you complain. Like I'm a five six Jew. I get to complain. <laughs> you don't get to complain. It's gross. I don't want to hear it. Like do anything but that. And Marty's got that a little bit too. He's got that chip on the shoulder and I don't know he's just not good with the trash talking and then Colby is so unlikable because he's just not even good at being the heel no or it just becomes almost like cringy it's so uh, cringy but yeah. Marty's so bad that I, I 
I'd rather see Colby beat him because that's actually more interesting to me. Yeah. But between the two of them, I kind of hope they both lose. Uh, so <laughs> what could happen? I don't care about that one. Okay. Holloway, Holloway's always fun to watch. But the, he's just going to fuck him up, right? Up, what? He's just going to fuck him up. I don't even you know. Who, Holly's just going to fuck him up. Yeah. How? Who the? I don't even. Volk, Volk, I don't even know his name. So yeah, he's going to fuck him up. Yeah. But he'll probably get knocked out tonight because I said that. I, mean, I don't really, I don't really care about the, I, gotta, I don't really care about the girl fight either. I was real lazy and fucked off all day, so I'm gonna try and get some work done tonight. If yeah. I don't, I'll end up watching the fights. But <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to disengage from UFC a little bit. I've spent too much time over this last year, like getting yes. too in the weeds on it and like watching all the shit on YouTube and just it, it's too much. It is too I much. I gotta not care. I like I did that with uh, with NFL years back, where I was just like, all right, I'm not I'm not following football anymore. I'm starting to feel that way for the UFC. I think one. Uh, I think Tony Ferguson is going to be the last fighter I really follow. Yeah, that's probably right. But I mean, you can always jump in and out as if someone comes out as more exciting. But yeah, that's I've, I've I agree. I, I actually agree. I actually like the the politics. The politics of it is, I feel more important, and it's actually more interesting to me. And um, than remembering like some stats that you remembered like in high school. That's it's what it seems like to me. But I don't know, uh, uh, Robbie. I really, really appreciate you coming on. I, um, I really can't thank you enough. I, I know this is yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. This no, is fun. I I, I'm, I'm just I, I'm I'm obviously a real big fan of you, and I really appreciate it. And um, so plug everything that you got, and uh, we'll get you out of here. All right. Well, uh, check me out. Run your mouth podcast. Uh, put that out weekly. Uh, I'm over on Twitter at Robbie the Fire. Uh, me and Dave are trying to put together some uh, some stand-up dates, so uh, keep your eye out for that. Oh, shit, come to Texas. Texas is definitely. Well, I think we're going to start, I like, um, hit all the places in the Tri-State area, um, like uh, trying to book, like, Boston, Washington, Philly, um, and then we'll start, like, looking at uh, all the destinations that require a flight, which would be, which would include Texas for sure. It'll be worth it. We'll get that shit sold out. We'll get it sold out. There's it, no doubt. There you go. I'm 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 confident as well. It's also just me. I gotta like actually put the dates together and stuff. But um, we're it's gonna happen. Me and me and Dave are gonna get out there do some like. You think you guys like the podcast stand up? That's uh that's at least for me. That's that's the true love. And Dave's a fucking master. I don't know if you guys have have not watched Libertas. Yes, you go check that out. Libertas. Uh, I mean, he's a he's a master at stand up. So hopefully, uh, we'll get some dates on the calendar soon. Okay, Robbie. Well, I appreciate it. We got you a full hour. I love it. I love it. Uh, Till next time. Listen to part of the problem. Run your mouth. Have a good night. Appreciate it, Rob. All right. Later, dude. Thanks for having me. Oh, appreciate it. Thank you.